Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Here we are. It is Grand Prix weekend in Montreal, and hearts and soul of this city is rolling. And tonight on Solo in the City, we're going to be rolling too. I'm Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker here. And you can call us tonight, by the way, 7900800 or star 8255 if you want to text. Tonight's show, Runaway Husbands. It is a book that was written by Vicki Stark. She is a psychotherapist. And uh, I can't wait for you to meet her soon. But as you know, this show is all about you. It's about relating, dating and mating. So before I introduce Vicki, as well as some of our other guests tonight, I want to do what's all about you. And that's your questions. And this week, I actually wanted to read something that was sent to me by somebody who attended one of my workshops and then also heard one of my videos that I was doing about first dates. And everybody knows I always talk about the fact that a first date should be 45 minutes. So somebody wrote in and said this. Last Friday night, I met someone for a coffee date. Then I met online and decided to try your 45-minute first date rule. But when I got there and told him, he seemed annoyed. What went wrong? So here's what went wrong. The 45-date rule is not something that you do just showing up and blindsiding the person. It's something that is set up in advance. And when you're doing things online, you can say to the person, and, and if it's being done on the phone also, it's like, you know what? I'm really anxious to meet you. How about we meet for a coffee on Thursday? Um, you know what? I have an hour before I have to pick up my kids. It would be great to finally touch base with you face to face. You do it in a casual way. If you walk into a date that was set up and say that to a person, well, here's the problem. He thinks that you've judged him already, that there's something about him that you don't like, and you're already looking to get out of the date. The other thing is, remember this. If somebody is inviting you out for a coffee date, on a Friday or Saturday, and you're meeting them at 7.30 or 8, they've blocked off their night for you. They're not necessarily realizing that this is your pre-date, first date, 45-minute thing. They're thinking the evening is for you and them to get to know each other. So the only thing that went wrong is that you didn't pre-arrange all this and let the person know how it was going to go down that night. So try it again. Please don't give up because really it does work. Tonight, Solo in the City on CJAD 800, we are talking about runaway husbands. And I do want to say that it does also work in the reverse. There are runaway wives. And Vicki Stark is going to be joining us. But again, I still want to talk about some dating news. And this was really interesting. It's from AskMen.com. So in the U.S., everything happens in the U.S., a guy is actually suing a woman that he went out on a date with. They went to a movie, and she started texting. It was a first date, and she kept texting and texting, and finally he asked her to take it outside. This is a true story, by the way. So she went outside and obviously never came back, and he is suing her in court for the price of the admission ticket. Now... I mean, I can't even describe how many levels this is wrong on, first and foremost, with what's going on anywhere in the world to be tying up our court systems for something like this. 
But also in this day and age, social media is rampant. And what's going on in social media is when you do something like that, it's all over the place. So this guy, his name is Vesmar. He's 37. And he took out this woman. She was 35. They went on the date. He's taking her to court. And now on Tinder and every other app, he is being totally trashed. And the point is, who's going to want to date a guy who actually sues somebody for the price of a date? And it's not only that, how good a communicator is he? If he was having an issue with her, why didn't he just have the conversation with her? Why didn't he contact her afterwards saying, you know what, this is not the kind of date that I wanted? And how petty is it that he wants his $17 back? So wrong on so many levels, but it just goes to show you what's going on there in these apps. Take the time, communicate a few times with each other, and do me a favor, go out on these dates don't do a movie on a first date. That's a terrible first date, by the way. Go to the 45-minute rule that I was just talking about and leave the phone in your pocket or your purse. Soul in the City is all about relating, dating, and mating. Tonight, star 8255. If you want to call us, you can also do that, 790-0800. And now I want to get right into the heart of the matter because that's what Soul in the City is all about getting to the heart of the matter. And I would like to introduce our first guest. Yes, I've been teasing you, and uh, I'm sure you're all ready and waiting to hear this fabulous woman. Her name is Vicki Stark, and she is the author of Runaway Husbands, The Abandoned Wife's Guide to Recovery and Renewal. She's a psychotherapist, and also she started the Sedona Counseling Center of Montreal and written several other books. Welcome to the show, Vicki. Hi, Cheryl. So, you know, <laughs> interesting... Um, Part of this whole thing for me is Solo in the City is something that came out of my life experience mm -hmm. and getting divorced and regrouping myself and putting life back together again. And that's how Runaway Husbands started for you. Developed right? for me. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. From your own life experience. Right. So you want to talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to. Um, so I'm a psychotherapist and I've been a marriage counselor for a long time. Um, and I was in a very, what I thought, a very happy, stable, long-term 21-year relationship with a guy who was just a sweetheart. You know, very warm, very loving, very available, very engaged. Um, and I thought that everything was really fine in my relationship. Um, and I think that as a marriage counselor and as a divorce counselor, if anyone should know that there are some warning signs or there are any problems, you know, that I would have known. So anyhow, I had been on a book tour for my first book, which is about sister relationships, my and, sister and, and myself. And what year was this? This is 2006. Oh my God, it's a long time ago. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, yeah 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I came home from the book tour and he picked me up at the airport um, and he um, he seemed fine. He seemed normal. Um, I had taken the red eye back from California and so it was in the morning and then he went to work and I spent the day getting organized after having been on the road for 23 days. And he came home that night and I said to him, I bought fish. And he said, it's over. And, and I said, <laughs> I said, fine, you don't want fish, I'll get chicken. And he said, no, it's not the fish, it's over, the marriage is over, and I'm leaving right now. 
So I had zero warning. I had no forewarning. He never said he was unhappy or thinking of leaving. He never breathed a word of it. And he did throw all of his stuff in the trunk of his car and he did leave. And that was the end of that relationship. So I was, of course, completely traumatized. Uh, I couldn't figure out what had happened. How did somebody who had been a really sweetheart, engaged husband, you know, turn into an angry, vindictive stranger overnight because he then became, he had changed dramatically. Um, And so I really needed to understand what happened. And so since I'd already written one book, and because this is my field, I had to do the research. Wow, what a story. I can't wait to hear more about this. Tonight also, we are going to be joined shortly by Joe Sorrenti. He's a very interesting gentleman. And uh, we're going to be talking more about runaway husbands, Vicky's experience, and how she helps so many people with her book and her her um, career as well. We're also going to be announcing Date Night Out coming up soon. Um, Maestro S'il vous plaît is where it's going to be going to this week, and two of you might just be able to win that Date Night Out. You can do that by signing up on TV email and your name, and we'll be drawing that very soon here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back and we are talking today about runaway husbands. And it happens to be something that is not just a book. It's a phenomenon that sometimes happens in an individual's life. And how do we deal with it? And to know that tonight, I asked Vicki Stark to join us. She interviewed over 400 women worldwide and then came up with this book, Runaway Husbands, and it's really dealing with that sense of abandonment. Mm-hmm. Vicki, thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about the fact that this also stems from your own life experience mm-hmm. and having that happen to you. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and you were saying, actually, that the the men in general are usually, you know, quite well situated in the community mm-hmm. and, and very much part of the business world as well, mm-hmm. right? And they're afraid of the conflict? Yes. That happens? Yeah. I mean, the thing that I learned by studying runaway husbands is that there there is a very clear pattern in this particular kind of divorce. This isn't a typical divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll hear from Joe, you know, that there are many other ways that marriages end and that men leave marriages. And we understand that sometimes marriages break down. That's that's understandable. Um, but this particular way is where the husband leaves suddenly. The excuse that he gives for leaving is a weird, strange excuse. Um, there's almost always another woman involved. He leaves for an affair partner. Um, And then he turns on his wife. Um, But the thing that's most important, Cheryl, for me and in my work is how 
a woman can turn the crisis of abandonment into an opportunity for growth. And I think that's the same thing with an, actually any kind of breakup. Yes. Um, male, female. It's what we do with the experience and the lessons that we've learned. And then if, if we can grow from it, then the next relationship will be more fulfilling, but first and foremost, the relationship with ourselves. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So so here it is, you're in your house, your mm -hmm. husband comes home and just says... It's over. It's over. Mm -hmm. And you were saying actually just now, um, just to reiterate, that a lot of it has to do with another person. And that seems to be, um, you know, I always thought it was a saying that men don't leave unless there's mm -hmm. another woman. But it happens to be fact that that is often the situation. Yeah, I mean, in stable long-term marriages where it appears as though the husband is is happy, um, usually 95% of the time there's another woman involved. Um, and so that he sort of jumps from his relationship with his mm -hmm. wife to his relationship with his other affair partner. So it gives him that security. And they need that security, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, in this, this particular kind of divorce, yeah. Well, interesting is that one of the things that I always say is that in any relationship and, and with the women and men, but with the women that I work with, I always talk about the fact that the first thing that a man needs to feel from you to commit to you is that sense of security. Yes. They, they often do need that from an, a partner, yeah. that sense of security. So it makes sense that some men would only leave when they know that they have somebody else. Yeah. And I up. think that, you know, as women, we often get our relationships in a variety of ways. We have friends, we have sisters, we have children, we have, you know, we have a variety of ways. Right. But for a lot of men, their primary emotional connection is with their wife. Right. Um, so that they don't get as much nurturing from friends or from siblings or from their parents the way women do. So that men make that, that direct connection with the wife. And when things break down with the wife, then they need somebody else in order to, to fill that hole. So I would like to bring into the conversation right now at Cupid's Table, where we do get to the heart of the matter here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800, Joe Sorrenti. He's a Montreal influencer, a motivator into a lot of different businesses, including just launching a new men's online magazine, OM360men.com, right? That's correct. So welcome to the conversation, Thank Joe. You. Thank now, you so you're a gentleman, and, and the reason that I found it interesting to have you on the show is you are divorced, but you went at it the opposite way. You went and you, you confronted mm -hmm. the, the situation at hand mm -hmm. and actually went through the process of even trying to work it out and Absolutely. therapy, and then still the same demise, but you did it face-to-face. -face. I did. And you stayed in. I stayed in actually for, uh, even though I knew it was over, I even stayed in another three years, as a matter of fact, because I had young children and I was trying to find a way of basically expressing, and I was really trying hard. I was really trying hard to try to keep it together. And I said, you know, let me, let me just see how much more I can give to this. And it wasn't, I, I didn't run away. I, mm -hmm. I didn't do it overnight. Yeah. And so as much as uh, seemingly on the outside, everybody, you know, you're showing that you're a great happy family and, and you know, even within the family, uh, nobody could understand when the news was broken. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said, well, how could that be? 
And I said, well, this has been going on for a long time because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And, and Vicky, isn't it the case, actually, that a lot of these couples with the runaway husbands, and, and I want to just say that you also mm-hmm. mentioned uh, in one of your quotes that it, it's not just runaway husbands. Women do run away yes, as definitely. well, right? Mm-hmm, sure. But um, that it is often the golden couple or the the couple that everything mm-hmm. seems just perfect. Exactly. And, and Yeah. So many of the women that I work with um, say that, you know, they, they were the last couple in the world that anyone thought was going to break up. You know, they thought that they'd, they'd be together and, and turn off the lights when, when everything was over. Um, and so it's always a shock. And it creates these shockwaves throughout the community because then people start to think, well, you know, if Joe could divorce her, then how secure is my relationship? And and is there is there any correlation between job factors? Like is it... Um, I don't know, people more into restaurateurs or nightlife or anything that that causes a man to jump in the way we're describing as a runaway husband. Um, Often we see that the men who are runaway husbands are in positions of authority, that the women, the affair partners are often women that they met at work who have like sort of a lower position, who are employees, who are, you know, that they often leave with, you know, the babysitter or the 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 coach at the gym or something like that. Um, so sounds, that, that sounds it so sounds cliche. cliche I, know, I know it really does. I know, <laughs> but I have to say, I've spoken to thousands of women over the past. Oh, I'm years. sure I, I'm and not so doubting this you. This is very, very. I mean, one man left with the baby. You know, I mean, it's a sad story, but that, you know, that very often that the woman that they're looking for is for a woman who can sit at his feet and say, oh, wow, you're so great, you know, to really appreciate them um, in a way that they feel as though their wife, who's known them for 30 years, is not going to be that enamored. And and that's one of the things that relationships is so important to try and keep alive. And we don't Mm -hmm. sometimes think about it Mm -hmm. until after the relationship is over and that's one of the reasons I always say to people try and date each other forever like remember that these are the important aspects Mm -hmm. and I think it works both ways I mean women want to be appreciated as much as the men want to be adored Mm -hmm. yes right yeah Joe I agree (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you agree but but do you see like do you know any men who just picked up and walked out like that um I know of one I could think of right now, and um, and yeah, it was again something along with uh, what Vicky just said is uh, where they uh, uh, fell for someone who was lower than them, or like an employee, or you know, along the, that line. Because as you said, the their wife wasn't seeing them the same way. Yes, and so I yeah. So it is about you know also seeing each other. We are yeah. having a conversation about runaway husbands and the feeling of abandonment here on Solo the city on CJAD 800. Coming up, we're going to keep talking about this at Cupid's Table and we're going to slowly be joined by another guest as well as announce who won Date Night Out here on Salon City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. 
We are back. Runaway Husbands tonight is the topic on Solo in the City here on CJD 800. I'm Cheryl, your love coach and matchmaker. Don't forget, we are live. You can text us star 8255 or 790-0800 if you want to call in, ask any questions to Vicky or Joe. And um, let's get right back into this. So we were, we were really into this heavy conversation about... Yes the type of men and the type of relationships that cause somebody to all of a sudden, well, we can't even say it causes somebody because they're just mm-hmm. doing it on their own, right? They mm-hmm. just pick up and they walk out. But I want to give people a sense of hope, right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and it is really about putting your life back together, whether mm-hmm. it's a runaway husband, a runaway mm-hmm. wife, or a divorce, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a loss. Yes, how do they start putting themselves back together? Yeah. How do you help them? Okay. So when it's been a long-term relationship, your identity is so tagged to the other person. Right. You know, so it's always, you know, uh, Susan and Joe or Susan and Tom or whatever. Um, and now suddenly you're just Tom or you're just Susan. Um, and I think it is painful and it's a terrible loss, but it's also an opportunity to get to know yourself in a different kind of way. Um, and so what you need to do as you're working through this grieving process, because it is a grieving process, right. is recognize that there is another life for you, that life goes on, and that there is another life for you at the other side of this traumatic event. And to try to just keep going with the flow of your life and just try to try to do things, whatever that thing is, whether it's taking a walk on the mountain in nature on a beautiful day like today was, um, playing with your dog, you know, joining a chorus, doing something, dragging yourself out of the house to go with a friend to a movie, you know, that you don't want to stay home and lick your wounds and say, that's it, you know, life is, life sucks and nothing good will ever happen again. So it's just to keep the flow of your life going in whatever way and each one of these small incremental things starts to starts to heal mm-hmm. and then you then you're eventually able to see that you have another life and another opportunity and maybe a little bit more freedom that than what you had in your relationship you know it's um i call it the three h's okay and um it's something that i say you can't go through a breakup of any type Mm -hmm. without going through the three H's and that's three stages. And the first one is hurt, hurt, right? Then hostility or Mm -hmm. anger, you Mm -hmm. know, and you have to deal with that. And Mm -hmm. the last one is healing. Yes. And then the bonus is obviously if you then are leaving a happy life, which is Mm -hmm. actually the best revenge, right? Yes. In the end. Of course. (laughs) We always say, yes, we always say that, right? It's the best revenge is living well is the best revenge. Exactly. And showing yourself, not the other person, that you've progressed, that you've done something for yourself, and that your life is worth living yes. on your own terms. Right. right. But I think like it's this idea that, okay, so you know, you walked together with this other person down a certain part of the path of your life. You diverged for whatever reason. Now maybe perhaps you're going on on your own, um, but there's still more life to live. Right. And not to devalue that life that you had together because it had value. Right. This is um, an interesting topic. Runaway Husbands, The Abandoned Wife's Guide to Recovery and Renewal, which was written, obviously, by Vicki, mm-hmm. who um, is also 
writing or wrote a book actually mm -hmm. about divorce and how to tell your kids. Yes. Right. Which is also a very big stage. Um, whether you've done it overnight, somebody mm -hmm. just walked out or not. Now, Joe, you, you had to tell your family mm -hmm. and your kids yes. like I did yes. that it was over. Yes. Um, well, my kids were very young at the time. They were uh, both uh, four and six, and um, and the baby was two years old, actually. So uh, the uh, four and six-year-old, I uh, explained to them, um, essentially, um, you know, like they have friends at school where they have a fight and they don't want to be their friend anymore. So I kind of explained it that way, where I said, you know, mom and dad don't really get along. Uh, we still love you. We'll always be there for you. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we're just not like that anymore. Runaway Husbands by Vicki Stark here on Solon City on CJAD 800. So, Vicki, how do you advise people, um, especially if the husband has just dis disappeared right. and there's kids? Yes. That, that's got to be really hard then, yeah, to sit is. down. Like, yeah. do you do that together like Joe did or... Do you do it individually? Because there's got to be a lot of animosity there. Yeah. Well, I think in my book, um, The Divorce Talk, How to Tell the Kids, um, I really map out. It depends upon the circumstance. Mm -hmm. If the kids saw nothing, you know, they never saw conflict. Some parents are able to really keep the conflict away yes. from the kids. And then the marriage is over and it happens overnight. We actually have a caller. Uh, Richard is on the phone and he had a runaway wife. Richard? Well, I, I had a runaway wife. Uh, it was 19 years ago. So I was curious why, why you're right, the writer was focusing just on the husband instead of runaway spouse. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I wanted to also make a comment. That happened 19 years ago. I was devastated for four or five years. But once I took the time to accept what went on and start taking control of my life, uh, I'm better off for it today. I have a beautiful wife. Uh, I just had a, I have a daughter that's 16 months old. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm today I have to say thank you for leaving. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. And a lot of times people do get to that point. I just want to comment on the first part of your question, which is that when I started writing Runaway Husbands, I was planning to write Runaway Spouse. Um, and my book is based on research. Um, so I, I interviewed 400 women, and I had interviewed men, also a certain number of men. And what I found is that for the men who leave women in this, in this way, there's a very clear pattern. But for the women who leave, there's not. And so that's okay. why I focused on runaway, runaway uh, husbands. Thank okay. you so much, Richard, for calling in. Thank you so much, Richard, for calling in. And well, uh, it was a pleasure. And I hope uh, Vicky was able to answer your question. And the fact is, we did specify that it does happen both ways. Exactly. And, and the other thing is, um, for Richard and for, for you listening, is understand often what we do, like what I do, is from my own experience and my personal history. And that's what drives me to want to support other people. And that's also mm -hmm. Runaway Husbands came from your own story, Vicki, right? Exactly, yes. So, you know, often what, we, what we're able to learn from and then support others through is our own growth. And, and Richard, I'm so, congratulations on um, your new wife and your happy life, because that's another thing that Vicki, you were saying is it's all about putting your life back together and becoming fuller. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, um, like, <laughs> uh, Joe, when yes. it comes to 
your dating world now, mm -hmm. okay, will you always be this upfront and honest and if there's a breakup, do it face-to-face? Yes, because -face? Yes, I believe in that. That's the, that's the root of me, however. I mean, not everybody does it that way. A lot of them are cowards, so they won't do it, unfortunately. Um, I do speak to a lot of my friends, guys and girls. <clears throat> and so I, I you know, I, I kind of even teach them on how to do it because some people are just afraid. I said, be honest with everybody. Communication is, is mm -hmm. important. Communication is everything. Absolutely. Anyway, I want to thank Vicki uh, Stark for joining us and for sharing your story with us, your knowledge with us. Um, people can get to you, Vicki, through your website. That's exactly Vicky right. VickiStark.com. Yes, and, and also, also RunawayHusbands.com, which right. is our Runaway Husbands community. And um, mm -hmm. she has three books out there. And also, I want to remind everybody she also um, started the Sedona um, Counseling Center of Montreal okay. and uh, does great work so thank you very much for bringing it's a pleasure that Cheryl to thanks us. for having me on pleasure and Joe thank you so much uh, people you got to check them out well. om360men.com a great inspirational website for men coming up we are going to be drawing thank date you. night out to maestro s'il vous plaît this week and now um, I'm going to be welcoming very shortly to Cupid's Table a wonderful woman. Her name is Davina Cower, and she is the creator of SexyBrilliant.com. You are going to love this woman and love what she has to say and also love what we're going to be doing together here on Soul in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I love that song. It's like really sexy and really inviting, which is really perfect when you think of who my guest is now. I'm Cheryl, your love coach and your matchmaker here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. Don't forget, we are here. You can call 790-0800 or star 8255 if you have anything you want to talk about. So joining me right now, I want to get right to the heart of the matter because that's what we do at Cupid's table we get to the heart of the matter Davina Carr she is an author she is a reality TV star an entrepreneur and I love your website I love it sexybrilliant.com that's right <laughs> and you are one big social butterfly and I love butterflies I define myself as an exotic butterfly or an eccentric butterfly. <laughs> well, and, and eccentric, why do you say eccentric, though? Because all my life I've struggled to fit in and here I am. I cannot be defined. None of the degrees, none of the work, none of, nothing works for me except eccentric butterfly. I am an eccentric butterfly. <laughs> so. and, and you know what's great about it is that you own it. Right? Absolutely. Proudly. Proudly. And, and that's what's so important is to own who you are in it, life. Yes. It's been a struggle. It's, there's been a lot of challenges that have gotten me here. A lot of them 
a lot of hurt, a lot of relationship hurt. And that's the reason Sexy Berlin happened. I can even hear it in your voice right now, actually. (laughs) So I feel it. I feel it. And it's been a struggle, but that's what my story is. And I'm here to share my story. You know, it's interesting because tonight's show was about runaway husbands and um, it's a book, but it's also not just a book. It's something that people experience. And Vicki Stark, who is the author of this book and also a psychotherapist, was taught. We were both talking about the fact that I do what I do from my life experience. It came out of my divorce and wanting to support other people who felt that there was nothing after divorce. And I didn't want to believe that. And I said, no, this is not going to define me. I'm not just going to be a divorced woman. I'm not, you know, uh, my father-in-law once called me a tarnished bride. And I decided I'm not going to be a tarnished anything. I'm going to be brilliant (laughs) (laughs) and, and shine through this. And, and yeah, it hurts. It, 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 you have to go through that hurt. It's one of the things that we, you know, Vicky and I were talking about and, and Joe, who was also on earlier, you can't skip hurt. No, you know, you got to go through hurt before you can start the process to heal. Absolutely. And uh, this came up earlier on as well. Our past, our present and our future are all connected in the now. So what really matters is this present moment and everything that has happened to us, to all of us listening is what has gotten us here and it's made us stronger. Right. We have to have love for ourselves and acknowledge beautiful things that have come out of our past relationships. Judy Judy wrote in and she said, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And sexy brilliant. Yeah, and sexy brilliant. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? There, there's something about owning your sexuality, your sensuality. And, and that's even another thing that we were talking about, you know, in Runaway Husbands is that sometimes what kills a relationship is we forget that we are sexual beings in a sexual relationship and, mm-hmm. and the two have to go hand in hand. So it's great to bring that to the forefront again with, within our relationships and, and, and own that part of ourselves. Like you're owning who you are on, on all aspects of it. Absolutely. Also, you know, there is sexuality when you're with somebody else, when we're in a relationship or a partnership or dating. Also, there's, there's self-love, sexuality when we're on our own. We are still allowed and should be having fun just with ourselves. <laughs> well, I, and, and one of the other things that we were talking about uh, earlier on in the show, by the way, anybody who missed any part of today's show, you can follow us on Facebook and you can see it, you know, see what's been going on here tonight in the studio, but also on SoundCloud, all the shows are there. So you'll be able to hear it. Um, we, we are individuals within a relationship, right? And we have to own every aspect of who we are and support the other person to own who they are and let each other, you know, grow within that relationship. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is interesting because that's kind of what we're going to be talking about because Davina's going to be joining me. Um, by the way, 
Davina is a coach as well. I do want to say that. Um, Davina's going to be joining me on June 21st. Can't wait. I know. Me too. Because, you know, it's been a few months. Every every um, month, like from November into earlier on in the year, we were hosting live studio audience events here at CJAD. And CJAD is helping me spread the love again. And we're going to be doing this event on June 21st. But instead of doing a lunchtime thing, we're going to be doing a cocktail. And I'm inviting you to join us here in studio, Papineau and Rennie Levesque, at 5 p.m. We're going to have some bubbly and bites. And we're going to record two shows that day. And you can be part of that along with Davina and several other guests. And here's what the topics are going to be. So it's going to be the introduction of a once a month show that we're going to be doing on Soul in the City, which is going to be bringing two men and two women to talk about the dish on dating. And this month we're going to talk about is single the new norm. Do you think single is a new norm? For me, I choose to be intentionally single. Yeah, you say that intentionally single. Intentionally single. Celebrate my... Well, first of all, relationships are formed between equals. So unless I am with somebody who's equally brilliant... The sexy we can work on. <laughs> well, they, they might be equally brilliant. I'm just not so sure that they can be as as outgoing and as flamboyant because, wow, you're a hard number to follow, babe. <laughs> well, you can see why I'm single. <laughs> sexy, Actually, brilliant, single. I don't know why you're single. I, I, if I were a guy, I'd want to date you. Um, anyway, so and the other show, the other show, which is a really important one that we're going to be recording, is about how to can become one without giving up oneself. And the reason I'm doing this show is I'm going to be bringing uh, a few people into studio um, who are going to talk about the fact that they themselves allow, I won't say the way to even allow, encourage and want the other person to be everything that they are in life. And also two people who have taken two full lives and are starting second time around and they're making it work, right? Because so many people think that they can't be in a relationship because they have to give something up. And I don't know about you, Davina. I, I know myself I, and I'm in a relationship right now. I don't feel I have to give up anything to be in that relationship and neither does the other person. If they have to do what they need to do and it doesn't include me at that particular moment, please, you've got to do it because that's part of who you are, right? Absolutely, Cheryl. You nailed it. One plus one is actually three and not two in relationships. Well, actually, you know what? I always, I always do the stick figures and I go one plus one mm -hmm. is two, but you actually stand side by side, yes. right? Yes. And you're not connected at the hip. You stand side by side, side by you side. know, yeah. and you support each other and you witness each other's lives and you encourage each other to be everything you need to be in this life and and you want that other person to blossom absolutely Ooh. right <laughs> i feel like being in a relationship right now <laughs> <laughs> well maybe we're just gonna have to get you one of those because you know what i am a matchmaker i can do that <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway for all of you um really i i encourage you to please sign up for this great event um it's going to be a limited studio audience we usually only take 30 we're going to take 40 this time because we always oversell and we always um, fill up too fast. So we're going to take an extra 10 people. We're going to have a great 
hors d'oeuvres and great bubbly. We have fantastic sponsors. And I have to say, we're going to cut a birthday cake because my birthday is going to be at the end of the month and I want to celebrate it with everybody. So if you want to come and help me blow out my birthday candles on June 21st, I please encourage you to do so. Right now, Davina, it's time to pull our date night out winner. And this week, date night out is going a dinner for two to Maestro S'il vous plaît. And the winner is Bonnie Mann. So Bonnie Mann, we are going to reach out to you through your email and uh, send you that Certificate for Maestro Sivuple, great oysters, great date place, really romantic atmosphere, and you're going to have an absolute fantastic time. I encourage you to order the oyster shooters. Next week, we are going to be drawing a winner for something really incredible. It's going to be a gift certificate to Cantor's Bakery. And here's what I want you to do. You're going to organize your own solo Sunday brunch party. And whoever wins this, I'm going to ask you to invite three or four friends over and ask each of them to bring three or four friends over who are of the opposite sex. And you're going to see the conversations are going to flow. You're going to meet new people. And this is how your network of people grows and grows. So Catrice is going to be next week's draw. Davina, thank you so much for coming into the studio. People can find you on sexybrilliant.com. Thank you, Cheryl, and thank you to the whole team, and thank you to you for listening in. Wow. Yes, thank all of you so much. I want to also thank Ramona for our Facebook Live and Andrew Brennan in our tech box. And for you, you listening is why I'm here every week. Don't forget, register on CherylBesner.com. You get 15 minutes free dating advice, or you can call me 844-744-SOLO. Next week's show, Food, Sex, and You. And in the meantime, remember, keep it simply social, because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week.